Hello, I am Beth Ann Erickson, and this is Convos with Pros, and today I have Lisa Jensen with me. She is a um, freelance writer from Idaho. Why don't you introduce yourself? Do a quick intro. Well, thank you very much, and it's so great to be here with you, Beth. Um, I, I am a freelance writer from Idaho, and when I got your email about pros, I thought, oh, that's going to be interesting, and I thought, well, hey, why can't I be a pro? I've been doing this for... Gosh, I've been freelancing for a long time, like 15 years or more, and um, I've been full-time for probably about four or five years, and I thought, well, you know, I've, I've got some, some skills and some information that I can share, and so I emailed you and said, let's talk about it. Yeah, you know what, I, what really struck me about you more than anything is how parallel our um, careers have kind of been. You know, I've, I've been kind of, I, I'm going to be very honest, I've been kind of out of the internet part of it the last couple of years due to the cancer. But as I've been coming in, I am kind of floored at how a lot of, uh, maybe it's the circles that I'm running in, but a lot of people are like focusing on fiction or I'm a book writer or this or that. And people like us, the, I, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I you may not be in, appreciate the word us, but I've always freelanced like a farmer. I always have multiple little things going on. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of how I got into it, or, well, into being able to do this full time, is just some different, um, putting, my, putting my seeds, let's stick with the farmer analogy, uh, just you know, putting my seeds wherever there was work and um, building up that work and building up the portfolio. I started out um, writing uh, SEO content for internet marketers, but then I was, because I had written those uh, pretty well, not to blow my own horn, but pretty well, I was able to use those as part of a portfolio to um, query magazines, online magazines and print magazines, and get some jobs from them. And um, just kind of build it from there. And like you said, like a farmer, there's, um, there's work here and then that's done because you, you get that crop in, but then there's work over here. And what I, what I mean to say is there is so much opportunity, mostly because of the internet, but I do a lot of print work as well. But um, online magazines and people's blogs and writing for marketing companies to get people's websites up and running and just things like that. And I, what I had told you when I emailed you was that I have never, never, never in these past years, but since I've gone full time, I've never had to even consider going back to work in an office or getting a job because there's always been enough always been enough work to pay the bills and keep going and it's never even been like oh what's going to happen next month because it just seems like things just keep coming that's you know i'm looking at your webpage now and i see you've got animal pet and veterinarians i'm like whoo i love that health and fitness food and recipes real estate ghostwriting oh dear lord i mean it's just it's amazing you have print articles oh i was going to mention print articles one thing i love about doing the easings um but big now, Facebook ads, everyone's paying per click, blah, 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 blah. And you know, it, what's funny is you can do one article in a, a targeted zine with a little tiny byline at the end and you'll get more subscribers yeah. for free. Yeah. I don't understand why everybody is like all hot to do this pay-per-click ads when they're selling and they'll, they'll send them straight to Amazon and they'll, 
for a two ninety nine book, they'll spend how much? You know, it's, I mean, some right. of these books are getting expensive. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm floored. Why? Why? When we're writers, aren't we promoting in that way? And print magazines. Wow. I mean, if you get a byline like in like Writer's Digest or yeah, some of these um, your print articles, Idaho Falls Life. Pocadello, is that how you say that? Pocadello Live, yeah. Right, I mean. A lot of um, regional. Right. But that attracts regional customers, and regional customers, guess what? Regional people have websites. That's right. Did you know that behind every website is a human being, probably? Well, (laughs) more times than not. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, usually. You know, it's it's amazing to me. I, I am to this day floored. Yeah. Go to writers. I, I, there's, I'm part of a writer mastermind, and they're all talking about all these ads, and they're doing book bub ads and a book bub ad. Bub, say that <laughs> yeah. three <laughs> times. Book bub ad, six seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of books you'd have to sell. That's Only right. Like Ninety nine cent books. I know. I can yeah. do that math. That's you don't even have to think about it a lot. <laughs> no, but that's like a, a lot of effort for just a very little return. And so, I agree with you on that. As far as getting your name out in a lot of different ways, like bylines, I um, I do mostly do regional magazines. But I was going to say, as far as um, getting that byline in those important magazines, I queried an international pet health magazine, and they said, okay, yeah, do it do this article and so I did so now I've got this byline in this international pet health magazine um, cat wellness and that's that's looking good to all these veterinarians and even I I landed a a job um, writing a blog for a lady's um, dog doggy daycare in Washington so it's not even local to me but Mm -hmm. you know it's I've got the credentials now because I've been building this up. And so it's, it's, it just all kind of works together to perpetuate and build and just keep going. I'm going to ask you for some actual techniques here. Um, How do you approach some of these larger markets? I mean, there are so many reasons too, right? We just talked about why you'd want to write something for a, a larger, you know, publication, the byline especially, but you know, they also pay. Yeah which is fabulous, yeah. but how, how did you approach them? How did you um, find them? Well, first of all, <laughs> I had taken years and years ago a, um, a writing for magazines course. And Not it was for a Writer's Digest. Well, it was at a local, actually a local oh, university. Okay. Idaho State University is right here in town. Okay. And they have a great program on campus as well as online. And so I opted for the online because you can do that at your own pace and as you have time. Which, by the way, that's how I've continued my education. I love online courses. But um, so the, the instructor had given us essentially a query letter that was still in the blank. Ah, uh, we talked in the door. Earlier. It's my husband. He's coming in and they're like, ah. I'm glad it wasn't my Jakey. <laughs> it'll happen. Believe me, it'll happen. <laughs> okay. Um, so the instructor of this uh, magazine writing course had essentially given us a template for querying magazines. And I used it almost line for line, but I had this idea about um, writing about 
um, feline leukemia because I had a kitten mm -hmm. who was diagnosed positive and the vet's first reaction was, well, you're going to have to consider what to do, meaning let's put her down. And I was like, you know, I will take care of her for 20 years and if, even if she ends up being a hospice kitty, I'll take care of her. But it turned out she ended up being fine and we treated her and she is fine I, to this day. She's happy and healthy and giving everybody crap. <laughs> so I, I had this idea to write this article and I had gotten a list of um, paying magazines because that's, you know, that's the purpose here, the, you know, earn money doing what you love to do. So I got in a list of magazines that pay and there were some, some pet magazines and this was the first one I queried and this is, I should probably be more organized about it because I read about making a spreadsheet of who you query with what articles and when you do it and I just sent out the query email and again I used this template I got out of the class and just said, you know, this, this is my experience and on top of that I've got all this experience writing for vets and pet magazines and things like that and I'd like to tell Athena's story, Athena's the cat. Aww. And they came back and they're like, that'd be awesome, let's do it. And they are um, a holistic magazine so they asked me to give it a holistic twist which was easy because I, I would prefer to treat my animals um, naturally and holistically and in a healthy way. And that was part of her treatment was healthy diet and even even some essential oils, to be honest. Really? Interesting. Yeah. So that's the story I told. And um, they did end up editing it. That was the only thing is, but you know, if you're going to be a writer, you got to get on board with the editors. And they paid me for the work. And so I had to respect that they edited it how they needed to edit it to get into their magazine. Bottom line was I, I got a byline in an international pet magazine. That's very cool. So you do the magazine and print articles. How did you get into copywriting and SEO and things like that? Um, gosh, you know what? If I remember correctly, my sister sent, she knew that I was interested in doing this. And she sent me a Craigslist link to a local and not in town, but um, in a town about 60 miles north of us. A local marketing company who needed SEO writers and she said well I know you want to write and this is a writing job so so okay. I just emailed the guy and he's really awesome guy so fun and really laid-back and as long as you do the work he doesn't even care what your timeline is and it's and here's the honest truth that really wasn't and still isn't my best paying job but I've gotten so many better paying jobs off of it because of it yeah so I can get paid him and for him and I yeah I get paid a little bit from him but I really get paid a whole lot more in um, these websites that have asked me to like revamp their pages and things like that just because I do really good work for him so he gives me good references and suggests me for these bigger jobs. That's really cool. And that, we talked a little bit about this in the, the pre-interview process. <laughs> We're sounding really big and legit now, aren't we? We are. We, we called yeah. and chatted beforehand. Um, I like to call it a pre-interview, then I can sound hoity-toity. Right. Um, uh, we The magic. Remember we, the, the, the magic that happens? Yeah. Because things just start flowing. You know, you meet somebody 
and they need a little job done and if it's something you can do because you know you say oh I'm a writer and I don't know if people have this idea of well I don't want to do those low-paying jobs or I don't want to write about airless spray guns <laughs> I've ended up writing about you know stuff that doesn't really interest me a whole lot but I've got the research skills another course I took online research for writing um, I've got the research skills I've got a certain amount of natural talent and a lot of stuff that I've learned over the years of writing and you would yeah. be amazed how interesting some of those things can be really well, and yeah, truly, I've learned so much. I know so much about, well, I know a little bit about a lot of things. That's what I like to say. I've got this huge knowledge base about so much. And it just, it leads to things. And you meet someone who's got this little job that they need done, but then, oh my gosh, they know somebody else who needs a bigger job done. And Yes, yes. I mean, I was just thinking, I, I once helped manage a, a, um, a catalog for a local company that just did all these little tooly tool type things and one of their products was like this thing called a ball and cock and I was like you can we have to rename that but it was actually a product and I'm not talking you know dirty yeah. or anything but yeah I, I learned a lot about those things and the tools have crazy names it's true it's true and you're like you need a what <laughs> <laughs> Do, do all of your products have dirty names? And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And they're surprised. That's not dirty. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, maybe, maybe it's the romance writer in me, but, you know, in my world, that means something else. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but well, and, um, and I've got a puppy here. It needs to be picked up, okay? That's okay. You will lose okay. your head for a moment. Oh, 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 okay. All right. Sorry about that. You, you have to show him now. Her, him. This, this is a little girl. Her name's Outlaw Josie Wales. Now that one really was that's a different one. No, this is a different one. <laughs> she changed color. Ones that you heard barking when when my husband came in the door. But um, when we were talking about the magic that happens, even like uh, getting into writers groups, whether it's local or online, because that's how I got the name and contact information of. A publisher in Texas and I, I've met online you know you email people you're like oh so nice to meet you <laughs> but I've met like writers who have published books and things like that and yeah I do all this magazine writing and stuff but I do have a ton of ideas for books that I I've got so many outlines started and I would really love to do that, but the paying work just keeps kind of getting in the way. And you know what? As long as I'm writing every day, I'm enjoying myself. But I was able to, because of that interest, was able to kind of segue into ghostwriting and like full-length, book-length yeah. projects. So that was nice, How too. many ghost projects do you have? You know what? Right now, I've only got two. Only. But only. Come on. You're supposed to like, two. Yay. I've got two. That's really, that's really something. <laughs> How did that work? Um, I, I um, usually, what I've been doing is um, phone interviews with the subjects. They send me some um, some things that they've written, you know, like in Word documents, and I'm able to take their story and their words and craft it into something readable. And it's it's not that oh these people are so untalented or I'm so talented. It's just I've got the knowledge of 
putting words together to create a story that people will want to read and you know understanding word count and things like that another another course I took was um, writing books and the things that publishers look for as far as word count and mm-hmm. so I've got that knowledge and they need that that experience and I'm able to lend that to them and get paid for it which is I can't tell you how exciting that is I love checks too yes it's, it's so shallow cool that way positive in the bank balance <laughs> you know, one thing that has revolutionized my book writing, and I haven't talked about this at all, but I recently, right now, we're working on my little Mac. It's the first time I ever purchased a Macintosh laptop. Mm-hmm. And unbeknownst to me, but known to other people, evidently, it has built-in voice recognition. Oh, awesome. So when I go for my walk, I, I walk twice a day. Uh-huh. I have two dogs. I take them both. That's one thing I do. Um, I've done it for years. But yeah, I have a little voice recorder and comma, I am speaking into this thing, comma, looking like a lunatic while walking around my little town, period. And I, I do that all my entire walk. And when I come back, I have 1,500 words. I stick it into my Mac Great. and I hit play. And then while I'm making breakfast, my little Mac is typing like a mad woman. Her name's Betsy. And... um. There you have it. I just have to listen to it again to clean it up, and and then I can expand it because it's more it's, it's more like what they call a beats, where it's it's the core, but then I have to make it pretty. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, fifteen hundred words wouldn't easily expand into like, you know, two thousand five hundred to three thousand. Oh yeah. But highly recommended. I was gonna say that sounds like something I need. <laughs> I was I was thinking that about that because. When I interview people, sometimes it's not over the phone. If it's over the phone, I'm sitting there typing notes as I go. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's in person. And I, so then I have to transcribe my recording of, of our interview. And I thought, oh, I need voice recognition so bad. It came with the machine. It's yeah. just a plain old little, little Macintosh. That is such Girl. a selling point. I've never had an Apple product. That's I hadn't either. I only did. reason to do it. The, the reason I got is I'm with a group of writers and they said IBM is for business, uh, Linux, which is what my desktop is for techies, and Macintosh is for creative people. And I thought, huh, I'm okay. creative. I'll give it a try. I'll give it a whirl. And so, laptop uh, then, yeah. It's, it's worth it just to have that. And that's yeah. all I do in here. I have my thing. And because I was just playing with it one day and it was like, start dictation. What's that? And I hit it and I was like, oh. This is awesome. Okay, I, I'm totally looking into that. That's why I have this because this little thing here makes it about eighty to eighty-five percent correct, as opposed to you know like seventy. Well, then that's worth it. <laughs> but yes, highly recommended. Give it a whirl. I, I, I bet it would work for um, telephone interviews as well, especially comma if you use periods. Period. <laughs> <laughs> No, as writers, we all talk like that. So, <laughs> indeed! Exclamation point. Oh, what else did I want to talk to you about? Oh, okay. You said you kind of live in a small community. How do you get clients? And that's where we're. Um, the truth is, I don't have a ton of local, okay. and I, I, um, I have approached. It's a really small community, and you, I went into this. I, I'm sure I mentioned this to you that I went full time when the economy was 
at its lowest and everybody was telling me are you nuts giving up a job with Denny's and well you're a writer like, you are nuts yeah yeah <laughs> first of all yeah <laughs> and second of all this is what I want to do and I was really at a job that was dragging me down and so I thought anything's better than this and I jumped in and as far as getting local clients not a whole lot just because everybody's budgets were strained already to the absolute breaking point so that's what's been so wonderful about the internet is being able to search out clients just like nationwide I mm -hmm. I'm all I don't hobla I only speak English so I haven't gone outside the country but that's fine I've got plenty of clients inside the country and you mentioned uh, Craigslist oh excuse me what you mentioned Craigslist yeah I I haven't What's interesting about that is the only jobs I've gotten through Craigslist are links that my sisters emailed me. <laughs> okay, never mind. I, I put a couple of ads on there a few times, didn't get any response. I've gone kind of like searching through it and applied for a few jobs. And I did, I think I got one that I applied for that didn't have my sister's magical touch on it when she emailed it to me. But um, it's just been like looking at the job boards and net networking and I, I don't even really like to use that word because I am not a people person who gets out there and schmoozes everybody mm -hmm. but just mm -hmm. talking to people you already know or um, talking to clients and saying well you like this work you know you, you could uh, tell your friends tell business associates but at the very least you can use them as references so that you know, if you have a lead, you can say, well, call this guy because I did a really good job for him and he loved it. And and that's really how I've gotten most of my work. What is the one piece of advice you would give to someone listening to this? They're thinking they might want to maybe freelance. What, what would you say to someone just kind of getting going in the in the world of freelancing? First of all, you really can do it. There's there's like a ton of information out there and you and I were talking about this about finding your own way there's nobody out there who's got the magic formula for you so and and I hope that that's not discouraging because what I'm really here for is to be encouraging you really can do it I mean I don't have a, a master's in literature or English or anything like that I do have college credits but they don't add up to anything and I just took this love of writing and a natural talent and I did I told you I did further my education with some online courses mm -hmm. that are specific to writing and I just I, I use that on my resume I tell people look I ace these courses and I've got all this uh, stuff in my portfolio and they like what they see and I I'm the kind of person you know, people also said, oh, you won't be able to work at home. You're going to see that pile of dirty dishes, and you're going to see that floor that needs mopped. And I'm like, I'm not that good of a housekeeper. <laughs> Me either. Me either. I, I, I can let that go until the end of the day. And I do put in a regular working day, right around 5 or 6, especially if all the work's done. I call it quits. Yeah, I've worked until 9 o'clock sometimes if there's a deadline looming, and there's no, going to be no other time to do it. But... I love the fact that my um, hours are flexible. I can work what jobs I want. I don't have to take on more than I want to. But as far as advice, you know, if, if you've got the, the discipline to work 
on your own to be a self-starter, to put in the hours you need to put in to get the work done, you honestly really can do it. And just troll troll those um, those jobless posting sites, those job boards. That's okay. I love dogs. <laughs> I just thought mine hasn't started yet. I know. You thought it was going to be yours, but it's mine. Um, okay. but I was just going to say, you know, go go to those job boards and apply for stuff. Um, I, I know I told you this when we were doing our pre-interview, uh, that I had just sold some poetry, and I'm not a poet. I took a workshop through my local writers group on writing poetry because I had a an idea for a, um, a novel, and the, the lead character is supposed to be, the main character is supposed to be um, a poet. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, but if I'm going to put any poetry in there, I can't, you know, steal it from somebody else. I've got to put my own in there. Oh, that'd so be a problem. Workshop just to see if I could do it. And I, I'm not super good with the rhyming kind of poetry, but I'm pretty good at the, the, I don't know, the deep feelings, and it doesn't really rhyme, but I've got a, a good timbre when you put it down. And so I just, I saw this posting where this greeting card company is looking for poetry, and they didn't want rhymes specifically. I'm like, oh, then I'm your girl. <laughs> wow, that's so and I cool. I four poems, and they emailed back and said, we want two of these. And so, I There mean, you just, go, another check. Yeah. And plus, we want two of these. Hey, keep sending some stuff because we would love to see what else you've got. So, I mean, I would have said, oh, I'm not a poet, but and I'm not. But, well, it turns out I can write well enough that a greeting card company will pay me hundreds of dollars for a poem. You betcha. So. But, you know, it's really cool. And this is, the, um, you made me think of this when you're talking about the poetry thing. Um, you know, I have Filbert Publishing, my publishing house, and I think at this point, um, anybody who actually submits something has an edge because there are a lot of people who want to be writers and they'll talk about writing and they'll do everything except actually write and submit the work. I've, yeah. asked, I've asked to interview people who just never reply afterwards. There's just, there's not a lot of stick to I've noticed. And so, I, you know, people who know how to be sticky, uh -huh. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah, well, um, yeah. That's like I was saying, if, if you've got the discipline to actually do it, to actually sit down and write, to take your ideas and develop them, then you can do it. You really can. And there's so many avenues now. Anybody can get published, really. I mean, I've seen some really questionable stuff. And when I say questionable, I just mean not edited well and not good grammar and stuff like that. And these are books on Amazon. <laughs> oh, we can talk about Amazon next time if you ever want to come back. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yes, yeah. Um, your website, Lisa D. Writes, L-I-S-A-D-E-E writes.com. That's how they can find you, right? Yes, yes. And I... Like I said, I, I would love to do more, more ghostwriting. It doesn't even have to be nonfiction. If somebody's got a great idea for a book and they just don't know how to get it down, I do. And I would love to do nonfiction, but mostly... What I work in right now is is nonfiction. So, whatever. I'm just that's how much I love to write. I will take on pretty much pretty much anything. Well, thank you so much. Uh, this is Beth Ann Erickson and Lisa Jensen.
Lisa Jensen. I had to look at my notes fast. I know you're Lisa, but um, <laughs> thanks for thank you so much for giving us some of your time. I'm going to turn out the thing and um, see you next time.